podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the World Cup Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the World Cup. I'm Mark Smith. These are your World Cup headlines for Wednesday the 7th of December. Portugal are through to the quarterfinals after a scintillating 6-1 win against Switzerland. Cristiano Ronaldo was on the bench to watch his replacement Goncalo Ramos score a hat-trick as his team played their most fluid attacking football so far at this tournament. Pepe became Portugal's oldest ever scorer at 39, while there were also goals for Guerrero and Rafael Leao. For Switzerland, it was a disappointing exit for a team that has prided itself on its solidity over the last few tournaments. Morocco are also through after providing the biggest shock of the knockout stage. They beat Spain on penalties 3-0 after a superb defensive display. Spain were unable to break down an organised and resilient Morocco defensive unit. Their only big chance came from Sarabia in the 123rd minute, which skimmed the outside of the post. In the shootout, Morocco keeper Yassine Bounou saved two penalties, while Sarabia again hit the post with the opener for Spain. It was left to full-back Ashraf Hakimi to score the winning penalty, which he did with a penenka. Morocco face Portugal in the next round. And Arsenal and Brazil forward Gabriel Jesus has been forced to undergo surgery on an injured knee. Jesus sustained the injury during Brazil's defeat to Cameroon in the final World Cup Group G game, which has now ruled him out for the tournament in Qatar. Arsenal say surgery was successful, but that it's too early to put a timeline on the 25-year-old return to action. Yet there are fears he could be out to up to three months. And for the first time this tournament, there are no games today. Mm. Quarterfinals begin on Friday, so nothing today and nothing tomorrow. I'm devastated. Those are your headlines. Okay, then let's start with Portugal. They were absolutely fantastic last night. Let's talk to a football writer, Manchester United fan, Sam Pilger. Eric Ten Hag will have a smug grin on his face somewhere uh, in uh, southern Spain today in Cadiz as he prepares to uh, play a pre-season, well, a, a mid-season friendly for, with Manchester United after witnessing the experience of Cristiano Ronaldo with Portugal yesterday. Um, it, it, it was it was too obvious to be true, really. Portugal looked impressive in the first three group games, but other than a penalty, Ronaldo hadn't scored. Uh, other than trying to claim one that wasn't really his. And um, they needed more movement, more fluidity up front. And they got that uh, with his replacement, who uh, who scored a hat-trick last night, as Ronaldo was uh, reduced to a bystander who came on at the end. Um, it, it replicates exactly what happened to Manchester United. Manchester United have been a better team this season without Ronaldo. Their best wins against Tottenham. Arsenal, Liverpool have all been without him starting and Portugal look better than ever as soon as he doesn't start uh, this shouldn't come as a surprise he's a 38 uh, he turns 38 in February he has, uh, he has certainly declined he can probably offer something as an impact substitute but um, n- not much more uh, he, he certainly won't start in the quarterfinal against uh, Morocco so um, it'll be interesting to see his role for for the for the rest of the tournament with Portugal. But uh, yeah, Eric Ten Hag uh, certainly uh, will, will think he got something right this morning. That was Sam Pilger on Cristiano Ronaldo, and I think he's absolutely right. It seems to be that it, on both occasions now, for both United and for Portugal, the team is better off without him. Uh, it's very interesting to watch somebody really struggle with the end of their career in this way, so publicly. 
And for a player who has had to have a, a bulletproof personality, you know, uh, a confidence, which, which can stray into arrogance, of course, but to have that confidence and arrogance to be able to play at the top level for that long, and I mean the top, top level for that long, and now to see it start to crumble a little bit, it must be very difficult, but he is handling it terribly. It's, it's like a midlife crisis we're watching. It's just like he, it's really odd. It's a really bizarre thing to watch. And it must be difficult. I appreciate that. But you can do this gracefully or you can do it the way Ronaldo's doing it. There's a reason that, that European clubs aren't queuing up to sign this guy. It's because he's not quite there anymore. We know that. And the fact that his replacement comes in last night... Goncalo Ramos comes in, scores a hat-trick. I mean, that is... <laughs> you couldn't write it. And I know every time Ramos scored, the, the camera panned to Ronaldo, who was warming up on the sideline, at least for the second and third goals of Ramos. And Ronaldo was smiling, of course he was. Because he knows that the media's all over it. And he, it, it didn't look like a sincere smile. It looks like it's you know he has to just be seen... To be happy. Very telling at the end of the game, he just walked off, didn't celebrate with the rest of the team and, and go and see the fans. He just walked off. So yeah, it's not I don't I don't take much pleasure in it. Um, but it is it is a very odd spectacle watching Ronaldo sort of unravel like this. Okay, let's talk about Morocco, because they're through as well. And this was the biggest shock. I don't think of the tournament so far, but certainly of the knockout round. I thought yesterday on the show, I, I thought that Morocco would beat Spain. Uh, they're defensively, I think, the best team in the competition. They don't have that much going forward, but defensively, it's just it's beautiful to watch. I mean, this is probably a sign of me being quite sad, and it's also a byproduct of uh, watching a lot of Italian football growing up. But I found that defensive display from Morocco as maybe not as entertaining, but certainly as compelling and as engaging as I found Portugal's attacking display last night or Brazil's attacking display in the first half against South Korea. I found it as engaging as that. I absolutely loved it. Bear in mind, that this is why football's so great, is that Morocco had to find a different way to compete at this level. It's no good them going out and trying to play like Brazil or Spain. It's not going to work. What they can do is be super, super organised, switched on for the entire 124 minutes or whatever it was, Against the team, I know this isn't a vintage Spain, but it's still a, a very technical, very talented squad. A lot of technical players, you know, smaller in stature, but quick. It's, you're playing them for, for two hours of football. To, to not switch off at any point is unbelievable. I just found it so impressive throughout. And, you know, I don't think Morocco are going to win the tournament, but there's no reason why they, on a one-off, couldn't beat anybody. I'm not sure they'll do it enough times in a row to win the whole thing, but it's not a gimme for Portugal, this, in the next round. I think this is as good as Portugal can be. I think Morocco are an incredibly difficult opponent, and whoever beats them absolutely deserves it. Just fantastic. And then and then to go to penalties. I mean, Morocco didn't concede in penalties either. They've conceded one goal all tournament, including a penalty shootout. It's fantastic. And then Hakimi to score it that way and to win it with a Panenka. Beautiful. Uh, finally then, Gabi Jesus out for maybe three months. We'll have to wait and see on that. Nothing more to say about that apart from this is where the Arsenal depth maybe comes into it a little bit. You, if you're an Arsenal fan, you'd want to have another top-class player to come in and replace him. I don't think they have that as good as Nketiah can be. I don't think he's a on the same level as Jesus. But it might be that they now step it up for someone in, in the uh, January window, uh, another striker, to fill that position. Let's wait and see. All right, no games today, no games tomorrow, but we'll be back tomorrow with more news here on 
World Cup Whistleblowers Daily. Sports Social Podcast Network.